Hi, everybody. It's Joe Chaffee. We're going to do a little weather in 10 today as we have this potential cyclone in the tropical Atlantic east of the Leeward Islands. And during overnight and this morning, we're noticing that it has got, gotten a little bit better organized. It still has a bit of a problem. It does look rather large, certainly a whole lot larger than Gonzalo was. But notice the circulation here is rather broad. The low-level center continues to sit in this what looks like a hole, although it has filled in a bit, uh, between two areas of convection, one to the northeast and the other one to the west. We're starting to see a little bit more convection developing in near where there might be at least one uh, circulation center. Uh, it's quite possible that the Air Force Reconnaissance aircraft is going to find maybe multiple weak centers on this and just sort of have to wait for one center to kind of consolidate and take over. Uh, that is uh, something, of course, that the Hurricane Center will determine at uh, their five o'clock advisory if it's uh, necessary to upgrade this to a tropical storm. They already have tropical storm warnings up. And we, for the Leeward Islands, and also for the, <clears throat> the Virgin Islands in Puerto Rico. Let's go to the recon. This is as the current flight that's there now. So there's still plenty of data for this to collect. And I guess when, you, when it went around the first time in this light blue area and right at the bottom here of the screen, I'm gonna put the show, you can see the scale, the colors represent the flight level winds that the plane found. There's There are two things. Obviously, we look for, look at the wind speed, but we're also going to look to find a closed circulation where the winds on the east side of where the lowest pressure is are from the, the south, and uh, the winds on the west side of where the lowest pressure is are from the north. And better still, if you can go on the south side and find yourself a west wind, that will confirm that there's a closed circulation. They made this loop around, and you'll notice, by the way, that the winds here, where they thought there might be some kind of circulation center, all very, very light, under 20, generally under 30 knots. And the lighter blues, 20 knots, the white is zero to 10 knots. What's interesting is that on the flight in, right around 15 degrees, 15 and a half degrees north, between 15 and a half and 15 north, and between 55 and a half west to 57 west, the plane flew in a belt of very strong winds. Uh, the red uh, indicates winds of 55 to 60 knots. So if they can close off a well-defined center, there's no doubt that they would probably make this a tropical storm. It's pretty impressive that it has winds like that. It's just a question of whether they can, again, close that center off, which maybe they'll do this evening, or perhaps this may need another uh, 12 hours or so for, for it uh, to consolidate. So uh, let's, uh, let's take a look. If you go to tropicaltidbits.com, by the way, is a great website, uh, Levi Cowan's website uh, from uh, Florida State University, uh, where he is, and he can put. You can go to the uh, current storms page and the aircraft recon page to get that information and pull up all these wonderful uh, maps that he has. Well, first off, we're going to take a look at what the Hurricane Center is doing with this on their forecast at 11 a at, at 11 a.m. this morning. Here's the 2 p.m. position. Now, their thinking is that it's going to go over the northern Leeward Islands. Uh, they're going to make it a tropical storm. 
Uh, you have the blue uh, indicating the areas where we have tropical storm warnings in effect, and the yellow is a tropical storm watch, and that is for the Dominican Republic. And then, of course, further down the road, you see a track into the uh, southwest Bahamas, and eventually on the last period, which is at 8 a.m. Sunday, they have it in southern Florida. But and, but I, I want to make a point here that I made on the post that I put up earlier today. A lot of this really hinges uh, on the storm uh, developing into a tropical system. If the system becomes stronger and gets more vertical, it's going to respond to the winds in the upper atmosphere and <clears throat> gain latitude, move a little bit further to the north. If, on the other hand, it just stays weak and never really gets going, then it's those low, lower level winds that are going to probably steer it further to the west and maybe taking it up into the northeastern Caribbean. And that's that makes a huge difference because uh, you have these islands here, especially as you get further northwest toward the Dominican Republic and Haiti and Cuba, which are mountainous, and that would either keep the storm for developing, from developing or it could very well uh, take the system and just completely rip it apart. So it, it makes the forecast here a, a certainly a, a volatile one. These are the uh, hurricane tracking model forecasts. Uh, the new ones are coming out now, so they'll be filling this map in as we go through the evening. And you can see the, the rather tight cluster that most of those are in, of taking it over the northern leewards, over the Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, north of the Dominican Republic, through the Bahamas, and then finding itself somewhere Sunday morning, either in southeast Florida or just off the coast. And, of course, that variability increases uh, over time. You'll uh, see that there are a couple of models that go further north eventually over time as they turn it uh, to the north and north-northeast, moving it up the eastern seaboard. But remember, we got to have a storm here uh, to deal with. If this doesn't develop, then uh, we're not going to, obviously, we're not going to be worried about all this. And looking at the intensity models, and this is another issue, uh, notice that very few of them take it up. Only one of them takes it to a hurricane. Actually, two of them take it to a hurricane. The rest make it a tropical storm and just kind of leave it there through the 120-hour period. So we're going to take a look at what other things are going on in the atmosphere that I believe are important. We're going to look at the upper air structure here, starting with this afternoon. So here's what's going on. You've heard me talk over the last week or longer about this east-west high that uh, continues to kind of dominate the flow and you see it out here in the Atlantic. I'm looking at the 18,000 foot level, so we're looking at the upper high. And then there's another edge of it there uh, that runs from Texas westward out into the Pacific. It uh, goes far out of the Pacific and was part of the equation for Hurricane Douglas as it passed through Hawaii. The weakness in between, up to the north, you've got this northern jet. And of course, we have this upper low that has dropped down into James Bay. And that is going to help bring, hopefully, and finally, some uh, humidity relief toward the end of the week. Now, going forward, you have the, the ridge out in the Atlantic. You've got this upper low here that's moving east. And just coming onto the picture in the northern plains is another shortwave trough that is dropping in. And at, while all this is going on, here's your tropical system, or what represents the tropical system in the upper atmosphere. So moving through time, and now we're going into Thursday and into Friday and then into Saturday, and finally we'll get it to Sunday. 
Now, here's where it gets really interesting. The first short wave has now moved on out. There's a second arm that rotates around, and here's that Northern Plains short wave that has dropped down into the Ohio, into the uh, middle and lower Mississippi Valley, and that starts to create a south-southwest flow along the eastern seaboard. So we need to see exactly what we're dealing with here when it comes down the road. Are we going to have a tropical storm? Are we going to have a weak system that moves northwestward and then just kind of falls apart uh, for one reason or another? Either the mountains of Cuba and the Dominican Republic take it apart, or maybe there's some wind shear going on off the East Coast that keeps it from, uh, from developing into anything serious. That remains to be seen. And then, of course, that trough either swings around or just lays there. You can see on the GFS, it just sort of lays there with the south-southwest flow. But it is one of the ways that you can bring a system up the East Coast. Now, I'm going to take you through a couple of other scenarios here with some of the other models. Let's look at the Canadian model. Same idea, okay, with this uh, trough in the west, the, the trough to, to our west and also to our north. We'll let the maps load here. And, of course, we've got the short wave that moves through eastern, southeastern Canada, off to Nova Scotia and Newfoundland, and then you have that northern plains system that drops down into the lower and middle Mississippi Valley. Your tropical system is right here. That You have that short wave. That short wave's gone by, and over time, when we move through Saturday and into Sunday, you can see that second arm coming down from Canada, and it just sort of lifts that system up along the east coast and moves it on up to the northeast. These puzzle pieces are very tricky. They have to time out almost perfectly. The European model, we'll take a look at that and see what that does. Uh, the European is pretty much the same. In fact, uh, the European's upper air uh, is, you know, gets it almost phased in here with this trough, a full phase trough that you see uh, on the uh, map running from that uh, that upper low running from uh, Hudson Bay on down <clears throat> into Louisiana. The thing about the European is, is that it has a weaker system. So it essentially straddles it over the islands and then eventually takes it into the Gulf of Mexico as a weak tropical storm or even a tropical depression. So if that's the case, then you really aren't going to have all that much to think about here. Uh, maybe some of that moisture eventually gets caught up and drawn up to the northeast. We'll have to just wait and see. But it's interesting to me that all the models have the same idea with this. And the other model I do want to take a look at, there is a, an upgrade coming to the GFS. And when there's an upgrade, they run a GFS, the new GFS and the current GFS, or the soon-to-be new GFS, together. So they call it the parallel GFS. So if you go on Tropical Tidbits, you'll see GFS Para as one of the choices. That is the, the, what is supposedly going to be the new and improved GFS. No guarantees from the management, of course, because we saw what happened the last time we had an upgrade. Now, the new GFS keeps this basically north of the islands, gets it into the Bahamas, keeps it and strengthens it. And, of course, you see how it phases this trough. It literally drops the trough southward and phases it, and this thing comes flying up the eastern seaboard early next week. Again, a possibility that's on the table, sure. Are the uncertainties here wide? 
considerably and and maybe a lot they're always wide in the long range i would suggest that they're even wider in a uh, in, in a situation like this now the other thing i want to take a look at as far as the um the strengthening is concerned because i it, it's really unusual for storms unless they get, are getting ripped apart by the mountains uh, it's unusual for storms that, that come up and avoid Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic, if it does, to uh, weaken as they move uh, northwestward to the Bahamas and toward Florida. So there might be something else going on that the GFS sees. And one of the things that's happening is, of course, we're going to have a frontal uh, system that's going to be coming through here late Thursday that will settle across the Carolinas. And that seems to be creating in off the East Coast a, a belt of northeast winds in the upper atmosphere. And some of those winds are pretty strong, up to 25 or 30 knots. That might be the reason why the GFS is having a particularly difficult time strengthening this, because the system runs into that shear zone with these north northeasterly winds in the upper atmosphere. <clears throat> and then gets taken out. Uh, that's that's the impact of the frontal system to the north. And there's also a little bit of action going on in the northeastern Gulf of Mexico and on up into Florida, some southwest shear that uh, looks like it wants to develop uh, as we uh, head towards Sunday and into Monday. So uh, that variable is, is, is there as far as strengthening is concerned. So uh, it, I guess in summary, there's a lot on the table here that we're going to have to really focus on and, and see what uh, transpires. First things first is to see whether we wind up getting a closed circulation center identified by the reconnaissance aircraft and, uh, whether, and, and that we have a tropical storm. And then the next question is going to be, does it move uh, north of the Leeward Islands? Does it move north of Puerto Rico? Uh, does it move north over the Dominican Republic? Of those three, it's the Dominican Republic that will do the most as far as uh, taking this storm and ripping it apart because of the uh, high elevation that exists. So in this really strange summer, in a very strange year, in the summer where we've already had a, had a tropical storm move up the East Coast, uh, we've got uh, some stuff on the table to look at. And we're going to keep our eyes on things, of course. We'll have our Joe and Joe weather show coming up tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, by the way, you can always, uh, there'll be a weather in 10 in pod stream format so that if you can't see it, you can just put it and play it on your car Bluetooth or, or uh, uh, just uh, put on your earbuds and go for a long walk once the heat tapers off and you can listen to the show that way. So 7 o'clock Eastern time tonight on the Joe and Joe Weather Show. And just as a primer, if you haven't done it already, go back and read my earlier post uh, regarding uh, the, this system and how things may or may not play out. It'll just pretty much go over everything that I just showed here on the video. All right, have a, uh, have a great day, and uh, we'll see you tonight at 7.